You are listening to Season 5 of the Girl Talk Podcast, engaging conversations about authentic faith. Brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota in East Tennessee. Hello there. You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. My name is Trisha. And I'm Kelly. We start with seven things. Do you, have you ever, believe saying no is a bad thing? Mm. Check. Do you believe it is selfish to put yourself first? Mm. Check. Mm. Do you believe you can't be a good person and prioritize self-care? Check. You believe busy is admirable? Check. You believe saying no will mean people don't like you? Check. You believe people care more about your decisions than they actually do? Check. You believe you can't miss out on anything ever? Check. Mm. If so, if you answered yes to any or all, or maybe you didn't, you're much better than us and you probably shouldn't listen to this podcast because uh, I'm a people pleaser and I'm recovering. And uh, hi, my name is Carol. Yes. Hi, my name is Carol. I I mean, Carol. (laughs) (laughs) She wanted to please you by saying your name. Did you feel pleased? I feel approved. (laughs) Thank you very much. I'm Kelly and (laughs) I am a people pleaser also. I'm Trisha also in the same boat. People. Same leaky boat. Pleaser. Oh, my word. All my life. Yes. Right? Me too. Okay, read that number five again. Um, Or not. Hang on just a second. It's painful. I'm to pull it back up. Number five was you believe... Saying no will mean people don't like you. Mm. That's the one that was that struck me the hardest. Really? Yes. That people mm. won't like me. I really want to be liked. I oh. like it when people like me. You don't and, strike me as the people pleaser type, though. Oh, I don't yeah. know why. Well, sorry. It's, I hide it well. Now, also. <laughs> she hides it better than we do, Carol. I'm afraid. Well, we approve you for oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I feel validated. Okay. I, f- I also, I want to say yes because I also don't want people to think that I don't like them. Yeah, that's so true. But why? Well, let's why see. Why do you want people think to think you like them? Probably. Our psychologist is here. Get out that. Come on. Digger. Pull digger. the string. Some pride. And then when you get really deep into it, it's about insecurity. Right. Yeah. As we talked about before, it is. My own insecurity. I want to be liked, and I want other people to feel that same way. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do want people to th- to know that I like them, that right. I appreciate them, that yeah. I respect them. But I also myself want to know that I'm liked and appreciated and respected. So here's the thing with me: if I walk into and y'all see me do it, y'all see me do it so many times. If I walk into a room and I find somebody that I even think doesn't like me, like even just a smidgen. I like make it my personal goal to make them like me before mm, the night is wow. out. You've seen me do it. Mm. Like you're better than I am. I just walk away. <laughs> well, see, that's how I know I'm like people pleaser on another level. I've got you maybe beaten. Okay. Mm. There have this is true. I, I, I cannot believe I'm even gonna say this, but this is absolutely <laughs> true. There have been times in my life. I'm saying that to protect myself. Okay. There have been times in my life when I've gone into a restaurant. And I have wanted the waiter or waitress to think I was their favorite customer all day. Well, and that you probably were with them were. again. Okay. But in my mind, I'm like trying so hard to be like fun with them or compliment them or encourage them. And I'm hoping that they're going to go, that girl right there was my favorite customer all day. Like, I'll never see them again. <laughs> but that is what goes through my, my yeah, crazy I'm mind. Mm-hmm. I'm that way too. Yeah. And I always used to like beat myself up with this scripture from Galatians 1. You know which scripture I'm going to go to, right? I don't yet. Yeah. I don't. For <laughs> am I now to... seeking the approval of uh-huh. man uh-huh. or of God? Yes. Or am I trying to please man? If I was still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. 
Uh, mm. Like really. So true. I know, right? So true. Ouch. We care more about what the world thinks of us than what God thinks so of us. So much. So mm. it turns out God meant that. God meant for that to be written down in his book, and mm. he means for me to live that way. Mm. I shouldn't think more about what other people think of me than I do about what God thinks of me. And he, he knows me better. Yeah. Like, I think we somehow in our minds have this misconception of if people approve me, it makes me better. Good enough. Mm. Good enough. There you go. Good enough. That's been something that I have been battling, this whole good enough thing. And that's why, that's what drives the people pleasing and the different things is that so someone will finally, this person will finally feel like she's good enough Mm. where Mm -hmm. Christ has already said. That we're good, good enough. enough. Yeah. Yes. God He's says so enough. many great things about us. Yeah. You know, he actually likes us. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just love us. He loves he actually... you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. Right. And you too. And you I'm thinking he and might. Yeah. Yes. He loves us. And his word says he loves us. He also cherishes us. We are precious in his eyes. And mm-hmm. we are chosen by him. And Let that sink in for a second because that's big. We're chosen. We're chosen. He chose us. And Isaiah, not like not like chosen like if you were the last guy left on the kickball field. Like he's like, okay, yeah. all right, we'll take Carol. Yeah. <laughs> but not like go that. Go back chosen. and read Isaiah 43. Yeah. The whole darn book. <laughs> the whole darn chapter. Not just the book, the <laughs> chapter. Wow. Number 43. It is. God in that chapter goes over and over and over all of the things that he did to mm. show us that he loves us. Yeah. He says, I gave other people up for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I destroyed folks for you. I love you. I cherish you. I honor you. Mm-hmm. You are precious in my eyes. I struggle with that. I'm honest. Sure. I mean, Absolutely. I do. So um, I don't know if y'all do this or not. Do you try to self-sabotage ever? Like you're. Like if you're in a relationship with somebody, you try to tell them something that's going to make them run away. Like I have this one friend. Like you're testing oh. people. <laughs> like you're <laughs> testing those. Yes. Like, so, I, like, right? I know most people do. Most normal people do. This is probably a, a mental disorder of some sort. <laughs> I can imagine. Y'all know my friend Jenny. So when Jenny and I first met, like first met, we've been friends for years now. But our first. Like she, she called, I think she texted me maybe and called, called me or something. She said, let's go have a cup of coffee. I was like, okay, great. I love coffee. We went to get a cup of coffee and I like told her not, not everything, but almost like, like one yard shy of everything in hopes that she would be like, okay, I'm going to go home and I'm going to change my address and phone number. (laughs) And I know, right? Like I try to self-sabotage, like see if people are going to like run screaming away. And most have, honestly, (laughs) there aren't a few. There's like missing out. There's like a, like a handful of people who have stuck around, but I'll do that business. Why do you think you do that? Like, what's that, what's that all about? I here you go again, I'm pulling sorry. those strings. Get on the couch. Yes, no, seriously, the, because I think we down. can all here, relate you have to a this. yellow p- leg, legal pad? Yes, we can all relate so, to this on some level. Here's, here's what I think it is. I think it is, I want to know up front, if you're going to A, reject me, mm. and B, if you are, that it's going to validate all the rejection I've had in my life and all of the things that everybody said about me will be true. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, well, yes. I also think... Okay. There, so Rebecca Lyons had this great quote in a book that I read that she wrote that said, we all want to be seen and heard 
and known and loved. Mm. And I think yes. that's at the heart of what you're talking about, too, yeah. is that you oh, want to yeah. say, I want you to hear me and I want you to know all the junk and I want you to love me despite all of it. And maybe because of all of it. That I want to be deeply loved. True. And there's a piece of that we can get from other people, but we can't get that right fully. really fully sure. from other people. Sure. Yeah. I don't think it's so much necessarily that I want to be. I mean, I think probably the heart of it, it is. But I think for me, it's more like I want to know if it's, there's so much baggage that goes along with it because I want people to tell me that I- anything that anyone has ever said negatively about me is true. Mm. Isn't that weird? You mentioned rejection, and it's like a confirmation of rejection. I got big trust issues. Well, I think a lot of us do. I think think everyone does to some level or another. But yes, like that pushing people away Mm. to see if they're going to reject you because it's going to be less painful if they reject you now than it will be later if you start to put hope in them or trust in them or faith in them. Right. And it probably goes back to something that happened in middle school. You or know, earlier, girls are yeah. so awful to each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we carry that baggage of being rejected oh. way into our adulthood. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you're honest, I mean, there's still some times that feel like middle school. No, sure. As an adult sure. woman, even I as still a act mom. Like I'm in middle school. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some truth to that. But, yeah. but you know what I mean? You walk into a new environment. Maybe it's uh, the PTA meeting or yeah. something. And you're like, where am I going to sit? And, oh, they, I think they're talking about me. Or, look, they seem so comfortable. Or, you know, you start to go through that same, that same thing. We never really graduate from that level of fear of rejection, which leads to people pleasing. Because mm. I, like you, if I think somebody doesn't like me, yeah. I'm going to do backflips in order to make them or hopefully make them like yeah. me. And yeah. it's it can be very uh, distracting and exhausting and ultimately not satisfying. Uh, and, and destructive. And destructive. Yeah. Well, and we all have those groups where we felt like we didn't fit in. You know, where yeah. we felt like the oddball. And, you know, <laughs> where we didn't feel like we could ever make a friend in that group because mm-hmm. we just were... Different. different. Yeah, just mm-hmm. different. I think mm-hmm. that a lot of that comes from middle school, too. Um, but we are called to be different, time. too. Right. Well, absolutely. Right. Yes, we're called to be holy and set apart. But that's sometimes really hard when it's you're looking hard. around at your friends and it's you're like, I want to be like you. I want to be liked by you. And yeah. um, so hard. But it's also good for us to remember that there are other people in that group that probably feel exactly the same way that we're feeling. We all, I mean, the three of us feel the same way. Surely everybody else and, or at least most people in these groups, even if they look like they feel totally comfortable, they probably also are struggling with their own insecurity and their oh my own word. pride. Yeah. yeah. People, people tell me that all the time. You're so confident. I'm like, oh man, if you only knew. Yeah. Right. Like, because... Uh, I, I know this is the hardest part for me whenever we do a Girl Talk Live event. I tell, I've told you all this before. I think I may have even said it on the podcast here. But the hardest part for me is the drive home after we've done a oh, yeah. virtual event or a live event. It's not when it's going on because I'm, yeah, yeah, you know, myself. But then when I get in the car to go home, I hear, you didn't say this. Right. It wasn't good enough. Right. You know, people aren't going to ever listen to the radio again. People aren't ever going to listen to the podcast. You know, those kinds of destructive behaviors. You grade yourself. Oh, absolutely. I grade myself every day. I walk in, I'm like, well, you didn't do that very well. Well, that was okay, but that was maybe not quite enough. Mm-hmm. We grade ourselves. Mm-hmm. And girls, that is just the enemy. Mm-hmm. That is not of God. That is of the enemy. God is the one who says, I like you. You are precious. You are chosen. So, so let me, let me, because I, I, 
this this is a huge struggle for me. Um, I don't think that's any secret to anybody. But but and so, how do I flip the script from looking for people to reject me and reinforce all the messages that I've received in my life? How do I flip that script to realizing that the right things are reinforced in my life? Who are you looking to get your affirmation from? That's really the question. that's, That's true. Because, like... I'm thinking, I'm trying to think about something that would make sense to explain, but this, this, this hits me so hard too. So I, I, I get it and, I, and I, I've suffered through this my, my whole life and so I understand. I think it's who are we looking, that, who, who's going to have the final say that yes, we are good enough? Right. Is it going to be the soccer moms that aren't, you know, including me or is it going to be, and I'm not, I'm not saying that about soccer moms, <laughs> I'm just using that as an example. <laughs> Or is it going to be, is it going to be Jesus? Because right. if we really, if we, and I'm not talking about some like bumper sticker thought process. I'm talking about if we really get it, that he is the one who affirms us mm. and he is the one who has the final word yeah. and says, you are loved, you are chosen. I, I accept you. I affirm you. Then we can go into any situation feeling confident mm-hmm. or more confident i'm not there yet yeah but sure. i'm I, I understand that that's where i want to go yeah and i i think just being aware of that and there again we've just talked about awareness a lot and i know a lot of, that gets a lot of pushback because that seems like new agey and a lot of being mindful and all that but i think there is some validity to it of really thinking about your thought process and yeah. thinking about because to me like if somebody would ask me like are you looking for somebody to reject you today? No, I would have said I'm a people pleaser and I want people to like me, which sounds much better than I'm looking for you to reject me so that you can reinforce everything I've been told my whole life. You know, those kinds of things. Yeah. And so I think being mindful of where your thought process goes and how you think about things is so valuable because then you can start to pull the string all the way back and go, hey, that's the enemy. Look, look whose doorstep this leads to, you know, (laughs) and and really call that what it is. Philippians 4, 8, right? Think on things that are lovely, true. I'm going to get them all out of order, but lovely, true, honorable, pure, right. Mm -hmm. Just true. Think on these things. Think on these things. things. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I heard um, uh, you, Louis Giglio, Pastor Louis Giglio down in Atlanta, yeah. wrote a book called um, Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table. And we've mm, talked yeah. about it before. Yeah. But if you think about this, God's preparing a table for you, yeah. your table, in the midst of your enemy. So your mm-hmm. enemy is around. Right. But the table is for you. And Jesus is at the table with you. You're communing and you're experiencing this time together at the table with Jesus. Don't give the enemy a seat at right. that table. Right. Yeah. He'll sit down if you yeah. let him, mm-hmm. but you don't have to let him. And letting those thought processes like, I'm going to let you reject me because you're going to, you know, remind me of all my failings. Mm-hmm. And for me, trying so hard, da, 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 just so the person that's going to bring me my lunch is going <laughs> to think right. I'm their right. favorite customer. That's letting the enemy sit right down mm-hmm. and start to poison the environment. Uh, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Yes. And just go back and read the word of God mm. again, time after time, after time, after time, he says in his word, yes. I love you. You are cherished. And we need to think about the things that he thinks about for us, not thinking about what the world thinks about for us. Mm. Cause we are, when we think about the world, what the world 
wants for us. We're giving the enemy a seat at the table. Mm. He's the one who tickles our flesh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to tickling our spirit. And our belonging, that sense of belonging and someone knowing us. Mm-hmm. That's that God-shaped void that we always hear about, you know, that can only be filled by him. Mm-hmm. But it is a struggle. I wish it was something that you could just, you know, make that decision one time and be like, okay, we're done. <laughs> Flip the switch. <laughs> yeah, it's it's over, you know, but it's not. But as we've talked before here around these microphones, if you continually do that day after day after day after day after day, it becomes more... Um, um, automatic. Automatic. Yeah, it's like you word. practice. You practice an instrument, or you yeah. practice mm-hmm. a tennis stroke. You practice it so much that you don't think about it. Your right. body just does it. And so, when you practice going to God and 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 and, and washing your mind with His Word, it becomes automatic. Mm-hmm. So I think we've landed on this place. Think about what you're thinking about. Again, <laughs> seems to be a theme already this season. But think about what you're thinking about. And then where does, you know, pull that string and go all the way back to the beginning and who, who are you ultimately looking to for your approval and your validation uh, for life? Because those will lead you um, to totally different places de- depending on where you've spent some of your time. Be you know, a God pleaser, not a people pleaser. Right. Yes. And, and, and what you feed grows. I mean, can we be yes, honest sure. with that? If we feed that insecurity, it's going to grow. It's going to be like a weed. You can't get it under control after a while. And But if you feed your faith, that is also going to grow. So if you continually tell yourself the promises of God and, and who he says you are, you know, there is freedom and hope and abundant life to be found in those promises and in those definitions of who we are. So that's where we need to hang out. And you don't have to feel it right away. Right. You just make the true. choice. So true. I'm glad you said that mm-hmm. because... I know a lot of people will be shaking their head going, yeah, I don't feel that because I don't feel it either most days, you know, on any given day when I've been just grumpy and like, yeah, Um, when you've given yourself a bad grade, right, you don't Mm -hmm. feel it, right, Mm -hmm. but it's still true. Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, if I gave you an apple today, but I painted it to look like a banana, it would still be an apple. Mm -hmm. Same way with God's truth, Mm -hmm. right? No matter how many ways you paint it, it's still the truth and you can ignore it. Still, still an apple, Mm -hmm. you know, still the truth. Um, so choose that today. It is your choice. That's the hardest part for me too, because it is my choice. We choose what to give our time and attention to. So if you're giving your time and attention to the enemy, hmm? make a different choice. That's right. Make a different choice. That's hard. Yeah, it is hard. All right. But we can do it. Yes, we can do it. And we can encourage each other as we do it. (sighs) Okay. And that's what we need from you because... Surely we're not the only ones who struggle with this. So check in on the Girl Talk podcast page. And I have been made aware that you really need to look for the Girl Talk podcast logo because there are other girls talking about other things on podcasts that we shall not mention. (laughs) And so make sure you look for the uh, bright pink and orange Girl Talk podcast logo because, you know, this is where you'll wholesome. find us. We want wholesome talk. That's we right. Like good talk. For the most part. <laughs> That's right. right? Talk. Yeah. We love you so much. So go yeah. like the Public Girl Talk podcast page on Facebook. Also, uh, you're welcome to subscribe because when you do that, other people find out about us, number one. And number two, whenever you subscribe to this podcast, it notifies you when a new episode comes out. So you don't have to just put a reminder on your calendar to check every week. It'll just automatically let you know when there's a new Girl Talk podcast. We've enjoyed hanging out with you today, so thank you so much for being here, and we will see you next time we gather around these microphones for the Girl Talk podcast. You've been listening to Season 5 of the Girl Talk podcast, engaging conversations about authentic faith. 
Brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee.